This is Shirley Smith with Bridge the Gap, and today I decided to do my quiet time by reading Book 4 and just listening to it. So I decided I would just share it with you, and uh, hang in there. I'll be right back uh, so that you we can listen together to Book 4. said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has given, it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Isn't that fascinating that the devil is telling God that he owns the kingdoms of the world and that he will give them to him if he worships him. 8. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So God is everyone's God. Worship the Lord your God and serve him Number nine says, the devil led him to Jerusalem 
and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from there. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Again, the devil says, if. To try to challenge the identity of the Son of God. Who has tried to challenge your identity? Who has tried to confuse you and cause you to want to be someone other than who God made you to be? hidden your identity by giving you up for adoption and not leaving a trail as to who your real parents are. Who has tried to confuse you on your identity by stealing your accomplishments and taking credit for them themselves? Or who has claimed your property or your inheritance that is not supposed to have it because they're trying to steal your identity? So Jesus answers the devil in 12. He says, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. 13. When the devil had finished all the tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Fourteen says, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. Isn't it interesting that when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, Everyone is listening to his teaching. It says that he was, he returned to Galilee in power, so abilities and miracles, supernatural means. He was very efficient, had energy. His majesty was showing, it was obvious to the people. 16 says he went to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, 17 says, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written. Number 18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. just a little bit. It says the Spirit of the Lord 
is on me because it has anointed me. Anointed meaning the power of God to accomplish tasks and authority of God. So it has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. Freedom being liberty, forgiveness, pardoning, releasing, cancellation of debt. He has sent me to proclaim liberty for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. Blind, mentally blind, lacking vision of the future. When we think of blind, we think of not being able to see. But what has happened within your last day or week that was completely blind? You were blind to what was going on. Maybe you were blind to a situation, blind to what others were thinking or planning. You're just blind to your purpose, blind to the next direction and step for you. You were blind to how things were being planned all around you. You were blind to hurt or sadness of a friend or a family member. You found out since the COVID shut-in that we've been in that you have been blind to understanding your family or blind to understanding your friend, but now that you're in close proximity to them most of the time, you are, your eyes are being open to things that you did not know, could not see before this year. But now you're coming out of blindness. 20 says, Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So let this scripture be fulfilled in your hearing. This is the year of the Lord's favor. Blind eyes are being opened. Captives are being set free. Good news is coming to the poor and the oppressed. anointing to give you authority and power to make positive changes in your environment all around you. You can accomplish tasks that you never thought you would ever be able to do. Maybe you have found since you have been in lockdown, so to speak, 
locked away from so much noise of others. Maybe you've had an opportunity to write books or start your own podcast. Or maybe you've learned more about yourself or you've done genealogy studies of your family. But things that you did not take time to do before you had to socially distance. Perhaps you've decided that some friends that you thought you had were not friends indeed. You've had a chance to think about it now. Verse 23 says, Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physicians heal yourself, and you will tell me, Do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. So now people are asking Jesus, it's almost like, prove yourself. We heard that you did these things in Capernaum, so why don't you do these things here in your hometown? If you are who you say you are. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? People are still questioning who the Son of God is. Have you ever felt like you've been under fire where people are questioning your abilities, questioning your wisdom, questioning your knowledge? Have you ever been in conversation with people where you're trying to share some knowledge with them but they're either so busy talking or rejecting the knowledge because they're so busy telling you what they are going to do instead of listening to something that you were bringing to them as a gift. In 24, truly, I tell you, he continued, no prophet is accepted in his own hometown. 25, I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years, and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. 27, and there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elijah the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Haman the Syrian. 28 says, All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. 29 says, They got up, drove him out of the town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. 30, but he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Have you been around people that they become angry because they've heard that maybe you did something for someone else or maybe you prayed for someone and they received their healing but then When it came to them, they didn't receive theirs. Have you been around?
people who just became angry, possibly because of jealousy, envy, strife. Sometimes we're around unpleasant people, not because of what we did to them, but maybe what they hoped that we would do for them. Maybe they have not accepted themselves and they wanted more acceptance, not realizing that you have to first accept yourself before you can accept how someone else may see you. 31 says, Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching, because his words had authority. Remember? Anointing. Anointing means having God-given authority, power, to accomplish tasks. So, while he's in Capernaum, these people are just amazed at his teaching. Uh, They're loving the words of his authority and how he speaks to things and things happen. But those who felt they knew him were not able to experience the power of God. They were not able to experience miracles, and they became angry because they were not experiencing what they heard other people experience. 33 says, in the synagogue there, were, there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice, go away, this is 34. Go away. What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. So even the demons knew the Holy Spirit that resided in the Son of God. Spirits do know spirits, whether they are bad spirits or good spirits, spirits can recognize spirits. 35 says, be quiet, Jesus said sternly, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. So again, the authority, the Holy Spirit of Jesus, he was able to exercise that authority and caused the demon to come out of the man, release the man without hurting him. 36, all the people were amazed and said to each other, what words these are. With authority and power, he gives orders to impure spirits and they come out. 37 says, and the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. Interesting. As the Son of God moved about, the people who felt they knew him the best hated him, wanted to throw him off a cliff. 
the people in other towns who did not feel they knew him personally noticed and witnessed and respected his authority, his ability to heal, his ability to speak to demons and the demons uh, leave. The demons even respected him and they behaved accordingly. Whatever he told them to do, that's what they did. 38. Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. 39. So he bent over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on them. Notice the instant healing. So, there are many who come and say that they are sent by God. So sometimes we just have to pay attention to people. Just pay attention and it will be clear, I think, discernment will set in as to who people really are. So don't forget that. Um, it's interesting how the people in all of these stories here in Luke 4, some came to the conclusion that the Son of God was before them. Others could not recognize that. It's interesting. 40 says, At sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness, and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. 41 says, Moreover, demons came out of many people, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew he was the Messiah. 42 says, at, break, uh, at daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place, a place of peace, a place of quietness, a desolated place where he could be alone and spend some time talking with God. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. 43, but he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. 44, and he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Notice that the Son of God was focused. He knew what he, his purpose was and what he had to do. So even though people were stopping him, those who needed his help and those who believed in him, he helped, he healed, he freed. He did what was necessary. He didn't do that for everyone. Everyone does not always deserve or need your attention. I think as humans, sometimes we're trying too hard. We're trying to give time, energy to everyone. When what the Son of God did is he kept his
his focus based upon what God sent him on earth to do. And during his time of doing his work of what God told him to do, he did healings. He delivered people. There were different things that he spoke with his authority given by God. And then there were those who tried to trick him, trap him, throw him off the hill. He didn't help. So that's something for us to think about. As we go our daily to our daily task, as we spend time with God, have a peace. Receive the peace of the Holy Spirit and allow him to quickly help you discern everyone you've placed before, every situation that you're in. There are some situations that you will need to just leave, just as Jesus did. When the people tried to throw him over the hill, he just walked through them and left the area. Even though they were saying, well, we heard that you were doing miracles in other cities, but why don't you do some here in your hometown? Perhaps they were not supposed to receive those blessings. And who are we as individuals to make decisions about who is to be blessed? Is that not an opportunity for God to do that? Should he speak to us in our quiet time about sending us to one person as Jesus went to one person, even though the whole town was suffering, he just went to one person and helped one person, which angered the other people, but he wasn't supposed to help them. I have a thought that if, as we learn to bridge gaps, we will learn better which gaps to worry about or to try to bridge as we work on our mind, spirit, body, and soul by spending quiet time with God. This is Shirley Smith with Bridge the Gap. Have a wonderful day.